Hi friends, welcome to episode 2 of Ending Wines with Wine, where I wine and talk about a lot of things and then drink wine. But sadly tonight, friends, we don't have wine because I need to study for finals. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was actually debating about the topic for tonight if I was going to go um, to discussing about the hustle culture when you're in your early 20s because as I have said in the introduction, I am a basic attitude student and then I also create content for a living. So as you can see, it's a busy life. <laughs> not a lot of time, not a lot of allowances. Um, and then, um, or, sorry, or I would go talk about the um, development of my vocabulary skills my communication skills which is actually a topic that has been very much requested on instagram um, i don't know you guys want to talk about how i developed my skills which in all honestly i don't think is that good when you compare it to the communication skills of other people especially those in like the broadcasting industry the journalism industry my god when you listen to them they are chef's kiss so yeah, I decided to go for the latter because um, there's actually a big story behind um, how I got to improving my um, communication skills. As usual, I will not be editing this. I will not be cutting this. I don't have a script right now, not even bullet points. So I'm just plainly speaking to my phone, no earphones. What you see is what you get. I really hope you enjoy, friends. Um, anyways, I am on lifehack.org right now reading an article by Catherine Winter um, on the 10 benefits of reading. If you want to look that up, just search not Google it. I think it's the first thing that will pop out. Um, she's made a couple of points on, well, the benefits of reading. And I think I can incorporate some uh, life events that could help prove that these are actual well, these are factual. Okay, so first we have mental stimulation. It says that studies have shown that staying mentally stimulated can slow down the progress or possibly even prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. Obviously, I can't justify that with personal experience because I don't have either sicknesses. Um, if you don't know what Alzheimer's or dementia is, it's a sickness or I don't know if it's an illness um, that gets you, that um, help, makes you lose parts of your memory it just makes you forget and most of the time it's the elderly that um gets these sicknesses but you can actually get them when you're younger especially if it's genetics so ayun um it's that it shows that if you read or if you stimulate your brain more it could help prevent these actually i think this is true um well i can use my grandmother with this because my grandmother is an act was an active player of mahjong and she um reads every single day she used to, anyways, before she got really, really weak. Um, once she hit, she got 85, or no, no, no. But at 80 plus, she stopped going to Mahjong. She stopped playing, and then she stopped reading then because she got really, really weak. And now she's starting to forget about a lot of things. Sometimes she doesn't even know my name anymore. But yeah, when she was reading and when, she, when her brain was like stimulated every single day, she was really on top of things as in she was so active in a lot of things she was always out always talking to friends always always communicating with people and it just really helped her okay next we have stress reduction so no matter how much stress you have at work or countless other um, issues face in daily life it all just slips away when you lose yourself in a great story this is actually true um when I was younger, before I even um, had the idea of asking my parents for a phone, I would have 
a big chunky book on hand, a journal and a pen with me at all times. It didn't matter where I went. It didn't matter if um, I was accompanying my parents to the grocery store or just going to an event with them. I, I, I was required. I required myself to have these on hand at all times because it helped me calm down from the, uh, the stress and the pressure of having to be like socially um there you know socially present um as a kid i would i actually did have trouble communicating with people um it didn't matter that i was very talkative i blabbered a lot and it took me a while to get the um quote unquote duelo as we call it in the philippines in the filipino language to openly talk to especially the elders to them like with no filter because i felt the need to be prim and proper at all times, to be this perfect girl, to be this, uh, you know, because when you're talking to the elderly, especially the elderly, you're you're representing your mom, you're representing your family. You'd want you'd want your family to be in the same um, respected area or respected placement as they usually are when they talk to your parents. You know, you want to be a reflection of who your parents are. <laughs> And um, whenever I had a book with me or a journal with me, um, the elders would bother me less because they'd feel that I was busy. They'd feel that I was doing very important and interesting stuff. So they just leave me alone. And it would pull away all this. And actually, when like stressful events came and I didn't know how to um, take out the emotions or like I didn't know how to pull out all of my emotions, I would grab my notebook and this just write it all down freestyle I, it didn't matter if it came out as a poem or a short story it didn't matter to me but it just came out sometimes it, it it would come out in metaphors about the waves the stars and sometimes it would just come out plainly with um you know direct information direct words especially when i was crying yeah actually and then um actually i recently tried out therapy um or counseling as what as my sister um recommended to me and the therapist actually told me that journaling is a good way to pull um to reduce stress or to um express yourself and she was actually surprised that i told her that um i had been journaling since i was like 13 or 14 and she said it was a good habit to have especially when you are not as emotionally vocal so yeah if you have problems with speaking out maybe you should try writing them down first and then like practicing them because like uh when i was younger i actually participated in debate competitions oratory stuff like that i never actually won <laughs> uh because uh i had trouble um speaking out about my points i mean they were all jogged up in my brain but they wouldn't come out the same they wouldn't come out coherent so i had to practice 24 7 of how my thoughts would come out um of how i would talk in public and it just was really you know it just really helped me a lot especially in developing my speaking skills yeah okay so number three we have knowledge and i think the general quote for this is knowledge is power we all know that um the more you know the more confident you are you know when you know a lot of stuff you'll be confident in what you're talking about it doesn't matter if you stutter it doesn't matter if you say the same things twice it will matter in the end because the substance is there the message is there 
the knowledge is there, um, something impactful is there. So don't be shy. If if you're acquiring new knowledge, talk about it to other people. Um, let them know you know. They might know something and they might improve what you know already. So yeah. Number four, vocabulary expansion. Um, fun fact, um, I have been reading since I was like eight or nine years old. Yeah, My mother was actually a ah, an English professor in a state university. And she saw that I had a slight interest in reading. And she believed that it was a good idea to implant the, her college lectures to an eight-year-old child. So... Um, Whenever I, whenever she saw me reading, she would um, ask me for the lessons that I learned from that book. Um, she'd tell me to take down notes, um, to write down every word that was not um, known to me, um, to look for the meaning, to practice using it in sentences, and then paragraphs, and then essays. We just generally talk about it, and then my mother started... Um, recommending me these books that could help me not just improve my vocabulary, my knowledge, the things that I knew. Um, it helped me build character as well. So um, I ended up reading about 10 to 15 books a month, which is actually a normal number when you compare it to the number of books that um, a bookworm, an avid bookworm reads. I mean, I've, I've heard about a person that could read um, like, what, 25 books in a month and honestly as much as i would want to acquire that same skill i feel that my time would never allow that but honestly if i was given the time to read that much i would i would try my very best to do it okay number five we have memory improvement when you read a book you have to remember an assortment of characters their backgrounds ambitions history and nuances as well as the various arcs and subplots that weave through the way of every story which is true because if you miss out something about the story it just doesn't make sense to you and you'd have to flip back to the story flip back through the pages to make it all like oh yeah i guess i forgot about that yeah the more you practice like remembering stuff the more the more you, the more knowledge you acquire from reading the books the more the more of an avid re reader you become because it gets more interesting when you know everything that's happening you know and it could actually be applied in real life. It helps you build memory. Um, yeah, it helps you improve your memory for real life situations for, so that you'd remember like these very important little facts. You know, sometimes I could even remember little facts that I've learned um, from grade 7, grade 8. It just pops out out of nowhere. Like, for instance, on the first episode, I talked about this philosophy quote that I learned in grade 7. Yeah, no, introspecting. Honestly, I've never heard, I've never used that word. I haven't used that word since I was in grade 7. So, yeah, that's just an example. And I got that from, like, reading, listening, watching. And this just doesn't go... This isn't encased in reading alone. I know some people are, like, visual learners. And they would rather learn from, like, watching videos on YouTube, on Netflix, stuff like that. You do you. It's What's important is your brain gets stimulated by something that is not gossip, that is not hearsay, and that is something that would build your character. Okay, number six, we have stronger analytical thinking skills. So, have you ever read an amazing mystery novel and solved the mystery yourself before finishing the book? Yes! I have done this so many times. I have um, read so many mystery thriller books. And honestly, now, um, I've 
switched to visual learning recently because I don't know um it's caught my attention for now but I I will try to go back to like reading um mystery thriller books but uh I am watch I am into watching like crime documentaries now sometimes I even go on Netflix to watch like these unsolved crimes unsolved mysteries so that I could research more about it try to solve it by myself and you know it's just such a fun activity you know like trying to figure out what happens to these people trying to figure out where this goes and sometimes I remember when I was younger I I stopped doing it when I was like 18 um, whenever I read a book that had an open-ended ending, I would, like, write a chapter about it. I w- or I would write, like, a short story or poem about it so that I would make up my own ending. And then I would make a friend of mine read it, and she would love it. She'd say that she- it-, it just makes sense. And, you know, you know, when your writing gets commended, you're like, aww. Um, if you're wondering if that writing would ever see the light of day, for now, it's No. <laughs> But let's see, maybe in the future, I'd be more comfortable to sharing my writing, my, I don't know, my work. Number seven, improved focus on concentration. So in our internet-crazed world, attention is drawn in a million different directions at once as we multitask through every single day. Honestly, in a single five-minute span, the average person will divide their time between working on a task, checking email, chatting with a couple of people, and that is true. That is so counterproductive. Honestly, I have these tendencies where I, especially when I see that my schedule is full and I feel like 24 hours would not be enough to finish all my tasks, my brain would be so scrambled. I would do everything all at once until I settle down, I breathe, and I realize that what I'm doing is actually making me waste so much more time. Because, you know, when you're doing multiple tasks at the same time, especially when you try to settle with three or four tasks at the same time, you'll require more time to, like, rest and sit down because your brain is everywhere. And with writing and reading, I I actually learned to, like, focus on one thing. Um... One of the one of the biggest struggles that I had with writing was switching tabs, especially when I was like writing on Microsoft Word and not on a pad anymore. I would be tempted to switch between like uh, the writing page and like going on Facebook to check my notes, my email, maybe maybe another work commission came through like that, and then I would just eventually quit that chapter, and it would be so counterproductive because by then I would have lost the plot that was like embedded in my brain. So, uh, yeah, when you focus on one thing, you just, you know, you learn, you finish things, you get it done, you truly get it done. And when you read and then you write, you get, you practice that. Okay, number eight, we have better writing skills. So I started writing at around 13. I don't know, just ask my classmates from high school. You would always, they would always see me with like a notepad or like my phone or something that I was writing on. I remember even like writing on napkins before and then I'd leave it like around. Napkins, I mean tissues, ha? Huh? Not napkins, like napkins. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I like, re- just write on everything. And I remember this one writing activity, this poem writing activity uh, that we had when I was in junior high school. And everybody was just asking for my work, asking if they could copy my shit. Um, if they could um, submit my work instead and obviously I said no to some of them to some of them I just write a new one it honestly takes me about like five minutes to write a poem and my friends know that I would be I would 
um, randomly like go quiet. And then the next thing they know, I'd be like, oh, can you read this? I think this is a nice poem. Yeah. It, um, and then one chapter would take me about, maybe half a day then naman, depending on the words, but it would take me, 1,000 words would probably take me like three hours, like that. It would depend what kind of thing, what kind of like paper I'm trying to write. But with when I'm writing a story, like a novel, um, it would gradually take me like two to three hours to write one chapter. And yes, um, I have finished my own novel and no, it will never see the light of day because it is so cheesy. I wrote it when I was like 16, 15. Um, a friend of mine has actually read it na. She loves it. She wants me to publish it, obviously. But I feel like it is lacking. So I might try, if I ever do try to publish it, I might redo it to something better, something more modern. Number nine is tranquility. This is actually um, very dangerous because when you're so tranquil with what you're doing, with your, when you're reading or you're writing, you're so engulfed in like whatever it is that you're doing, you, you tend to forget the exter- external fa- factors. Sorry, external factors. And you just forget that there's a whole life around you, that there's a whole world that's surrounding you. But, you know, you just can't snap out of it because it's so it's so relaxing it's so peaceful it's such a nice world without the mess without the noise so yeah take it as it is um balance it be cautious and make sure that at the end of the day you know how to snap out and tune into the real world because you still have responsibilities of your own you know okay last number we have free entertainment though i don't really agree to this because books are so expensive and they are getting more and more expensive but like I guess yeah, this says you could yeah you could get the library card and like borrow books and you could return it over time. But let's not lie, the the selection in local libraries, especially in the Philippines, are not as diverse when you compare it to the libraries in the states. But um, then again, fully booked a national bookstore actually just lets you grab one of their books so you could read it through or flip through it um while you stay in the store. So I guess that's one way to like get a heads up or like to like try to read the stories that you want to read, the things that you're genuinely interested in. Um, another thing that has helped me, I another way that um, writing has helped me was to actually writing has actually helped me get in tune with my emotions more because i do journal every single day if you follow me on instagram you, you would see my instagram stories every single day that i would be like um writing down affirmations manifestations like journaling every single feeling every single thought that i have just because i don't want to get it stuck in my brain um which actually helps me like get in tune with myself more so that i'd understand um where something is rooting from like kunwari i would feel sad and i wouldn't know why the more i wrote about it the more i navigated around it through writing the more i understood where it came from and you know the more you understand yourself your triggers the things that you don't like the things that you like the things that make you happy the things that make you sad does this man actually like you or wait do you actually like this guy or are you just so fed up with um the bad things that are happening around you so you're settling with the small amount of happiness that another person is bringing you you know it just gives you like that power to understand yourself a lot more so 
yeah, I actually have a lot more things to say about reading and writing because it has been my life for so many years. You could ask anybody who knows me in real life. Um, especially when I was a little younger now because I'm very much focused on working and, of course, studying. But if you knew me when I was younger, that, that was my whole life. My parents would never let me go out, especially at night. So all, all the things that I did, like everything that I did was about writing, about reading, about composing, singing, just just honing my talents, I guess, just making my skills better. And I think that if you want to start now, which is never late, I mean, I started early, it was eight, but just because I didn't, just because you're not eight years old <laughs> doesn't mean you can't start nah you can start by reading a book um the first book that one of the first books that i read um which until now i i go back to because my mother and i consider it a second bible is tuesdays with maury in which this is a story about a professor a dying professor and his student where um, the student goes to see his professor every single tuesday until he dies he just implants such good lessons to him and i feel like if you're if you're leaning on building character and leaning on skills um building skills you should try and read that book so i don't know this was this has been andrea dawn <laughs> thank you for listening to episode two and i hope we can wine and wine again soon ciao